0: I am so frustrated
1: Oh, jeez what's wrong?
0: Well, the recipe asked for red onions So I went to the store And all I could find were these purple ones
1: Oh, that, that does sound annoying you want to talk about it?
0: Well, ideally I'd pay a visit to Gordon Ramsay But in the meantime, I guess you'll be
1: Acceptable company
0: hello hey everybody
1: welcome back welcome good to have you here good to be here hello z <laughs> how are you i'm good excellent is that <laughs> how i sound to you <laughs> yeah okay cool so i had um, a doozy of a long weekend i was lucky enough to to share the long weekend with my girlfriend so now i was gonna head back up the coast to spend the next two days at her place um, when it came time to drive her up the coast my car stuffed up mm. so i had car issues i drive a a manual car and my gearbox it, it basically was it had shifted so to put it into first gear i had to be in reverse to put it into first gear it was third gear mm, all weird. over the place yeah basically couldn't reverse all right this isn't uh, the first time this has happened to me but it, it is very frustrating so i just thinking about it makes me frustrated so <laughs> I had to book in my car, but obviously it was a long weekend, public holiday, so the mechanic wasn't open until the Tuesday. I drove my car down on Tuesday, dropped the car off, and they had the car for most of the week. I picked it up next Monday. So I went a week without a car.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I had to catch the, a bus from my place at a station, then a train to where I work. Very frustrating. Not having a car is annoying. So I pick up my car on Monday. I had to catch... A train, then the metro, then walk to the mechanic. And uh, first of all, they charged me for a pink slip, which I didn't ask for. Mm. Somehow. My rego isn't due for another seven months. The pink slip only lasts six months. Like, I can't even use it. Frustrating. Mm. I said, I didn't order a pink slip. But the main issue was my gearbox. How did it go? And they say, look, you know, we need this part. My cars are holding. They're no longer made in Australia. Mm. So to get this part, they had to get it from overseas. So they said, look, we don't know how long it's going to take. It could be, you know, it could be till the end of the year. And I'm like, look, that's fine. Am I on a waiting list? Have we ordered the part? They're like, look, it's one of those things. I'm like, no, no, look, I just want to know what next, is my car dead? Like, Mm. do I have to find a new car? Just tell me what the next step is. Mm. And they they were kind of all wishy-washy. Oh, look, I'll give them a call tomorrow. I'll see if I'm like, you've had the car for six days. Yeah. Right. Could you not have made your phone calls, your inquiries, put me on a waiting list? What is even going on here? So they fixed the part temporarily. They said I should get six months out of it. Keep in mind, keep in mind, I drive up and down the Central Coast every day. And I don't like the thought of this gearbox just suddenly stopping on me halfway through. Mm. Right? Quite frustrating. And that's that's where I'm at. I got this temporary fixer-upper. My gearbox feels okay. But I don't know. I don't know if they've ordered the thing. I don't know. I haven't heard from them since.
0: Have you looked up reviews of this particular mechanic?
1: I've always had good experiences with these guys.
0: Oh, so it's the same one that you always go to. Yeah. Okay, got I've it. used these
1: guys for years and I haven't had any issues with them. Mm. My point in all the story is that I have no choice but to believe what they say, to trust wholeheartedly, right? I can't do it by myself. I need a mechanic middleman to fix my car. And that, I think, is the rod. That's the thing. I should have paid more attention i should have been more interested in cars and then maybe i'd have an idea of how to go about doing this by myself but i don't i can change a tire i can open a bonnet and be like yep that's an engine that's about as far as my car maintenance goes mm. and it's just it's very frustrating to me that I, I have no choice but to sit there and just trust what they say they say oh this needs replacing i have no choice but to say yes please charge me more money <laughs> and do what needs to be done i'm never gonna never gonna know if i need a replacing or not just do it it cost me like 1500 yeah all up my car is not worth much more than that these days and i didn't even fix the the actual issue i've got a temporary fix
0: and they charge the extra for something else
1: yeah the pink suit <laughs> it's frustrating and i just wish i i wish i knew how to go and i don't know what to do now because I've, I've built this rapport with this mechanic do i go to a different mechanic now and have to explain the whole thing again And <sighs> rent.
0: mm-hmm I know you don't know cars, but do you know anyone who knows cars, or can you go on some Reddit forum to ask, explain the situation to them, and just verify that what this guy's saying is real?
1: Thing is, it, it's I don't <laughs> I don't think I know enough to be able to go on a Reddit forum. Yeah, I, I know people with cars. I used to have a, a mobile mechanic that used to come out to my place. And I had to stop using him because he was a family friend. But he used to put his, I guess, apprentice or what have you on the car. Mm. He'd come out and he'd work on it. And like once my brakes just stopped working on me, I was at a shopping center and I had to drive home without brakes. No mm brakes. I was using my handbrake. Oh, okay. To stop. Yeah. And the second time he'd gone and as soon as i tried to drive the car the issue sprung up again so no i had to stop using that mechanic and now and now these guys i use these guys now for repairs for everything this applies to all trades Mm. because a lame man like myself i'm not gonna know if there's rot in my timber and you need to replace the entire thing Mm. i'm so scared to hire a tradesman Mm. because i don't know i don't know enough to be able to like you've done a good job you've done a bad job yes you need to do the extra work I don't know enough about that.
0: Mm. Yeah, we um, had a leak at our place. We got a trade-in and they're like, oh, yeah, this is the problem. So they fixed the problem. And then the next time it rained, it leaked again. And then we got someone else in and they're like, oh, no, that's not the problem. This is the problem. And I'm like, okay, well, can you fix it? And literally like four different parties came and fixed it until one guy actually came and properly fixed it.
1: Do you reckon they're in cahoots? I don't know. They're like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fix this one. You fix this one, and then,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> and then while they're up there, they break something else.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. But I get, I get the frustration with the trades. So.
1: Yeah, and and it's look, it's not, it's not their fault. It's not our fault. It's actually, sorry, it is our fault. We could be more educated. We could do our research. We could learn things. But we all have our professions. Mm. We need tradies to do the jobs that we can't. To do the things that we don't know. That's their jobs. But. I feel like this. I've heard so many dodgy stories and so many like, like you just said, four times it took you to call these people to fix it. And I feel like they're all trying to make their money's worth. They, so they're all uh, trying to they're all trying to make it more complicated than it seems to be. And it, it's just it's it's just frustrating. It is. Because my car's like it's like twelve years old now. Mm. And I'm thinking of getting a new car. The second thing was a second hand car, right? I don't know if I'm looking at something that's worthwhile. Bring you know, someone with
0: that, you who does not know. <sighs> I don't know anything about cars.
1: I need to, Bring I need someone to, with you and buy them dinner. I need to make a friend. I need to make a friend that's good at cars. Yeah. If anyone's listening, <laughs> uh, you're looking to make a new friend and you're really good at cars, uh, you know, contact me. Listen to mail. Listen to mail.
0: <laughs> so, Matt, I was browsing ye old Facebook and I'm pretty sure you would agree with me that it's a cesspool. Facebook is accessible. Uh,
1: it is. It's, it's, it's bad. It's got it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just it's just a bunch of like pages and memes and, and crap. And it, yeah. it is. And it, like
0: your second at has to buy you McDonald's yeah. nuggets. Uh, okay. Just cool so, story, bro.
1: <laughs> it is. It's it's different to how it was. It's just, yeah. yeah, you barely see anybody, what anybody's posting these days.
0: Yeah. It got me thinking about kind of the evolution of the internet. Like it was so good. How did we get to, to this? So, I wanted to kind of talk through my recollection of, like, the internet timeline, and then we can talk about what our favorite era of the internet was.
1: Mm, Okay.
0: So, I guess I'll I'll talk through what I can remember in chronological order. Feel free to add anything in that you remember from that particular era as well. Okay. What's your first, like, memory of getting the internet at your house?
1: I remember um, we had a decision to make, the household as a whole, where we could either get the internet or Foxtel. (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: And we got the internet. Nice. Probably a good decision. Yeah, in hindsight. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's my earliest memory. And then, and of course, there was the dial-up
0: yeah.
1: days. <laughs> and you couldn't use the telephone. Yes. Because it would cut off the dial-up. Internet. Yes. I don't remember if the telephone rang. It was, if, was it only if you picked up, it cut you off. I remember the whole, like, get off the internet. I need to use the phone. Yeah. Conversations.
0: Yeah. Okay, so during that era of when we first got the internet, Mm. I remember there was no Google. It was this thing called Ask Jeeves. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember that?
1: I remember Ask Jeeves. So
0: it was like, yeah, like an English butler dude, and he asked him questions like he'd do on Google, and then he'd feed you the answers. But the library was nowhere near as extensive as it is now. No.
1: I feel like you're going to say this one, but msn
0: yeah that's coming up later msn wasn't around when we it was icq what did you ever go on icq no when i first got the internet the instant chat platform was this thing called icq it was a flower it was like gray in html type font
1: (laughs) well look remember i was choosing between fox and the internet at the time (laughs) so maybe i joined a little later than you
0: maybe i got it in this when i was in year six 2001 when did you get it
1: I don't remember. I
0: have vivid memories of my dad, like, connecting the cable and the internet coming to life. Me and my my friend came over to watch it. (laughs) And we were, like, cheering because she had the internet at her house and she was going to, like, teach me. This is so
1: good. Yeah. (laughs) So, what did I, I remember, like, spending our time on the internet. Yeah. It was, like, pool against a bunch of other people. You know, it was like the first online games. Mm-hmm. You'd go into a room and you'd, you'd someone would invite you to play pool.
0: Yeah, like forum type things. So games in forums, but also chat. You yeah. can chat to people. LimeWire.
1: LimeWire, wow. was starting to... You were doing... Yeah, you were doing illegal shit. Oh, yeah.
0: Way Good back. <laughs> way back when. <laughs> Neopets. Did you ever use that one? Oh,
1: yes. Neopets. Yeah, I heard... I think that's making a comeback. Oh. Yeah. Maybe a topic for another time.
0: Maybe. And then social media started appearing. Not Facebook. Not MySpace. The like. Did you ever have Friendster?
1: No. Was Bebo before or yeah, After MySpace? No.
0: Yeah. Bebo was one of them. I used Bebo. Oh, nice. I used
1: to post my poems on Bebo. <laughs> I remember Bebo had, you had like a ranking for friends and depending on where you were on someone's friend list, it yeah. mattered.
0: Yeah. And then you, you'd check to see that you were still yeah. in there and they hadn't moved down Totally. If they'd
1: moved you down, you were having issues. Yeah. It, it was a bumpy ride. Yeah. All right. We're going to talk about MSN. Is that you know, yeah, in this MSN, era? MSN
0: is this era. Yeah.
1: Okay. MSN. Do you remember everyone used to have like really elaborate, complicated like names, names. on MSN? Yeah. Rusty of-
0: chick. 69 yeah x x
1: zero zero like like a real swirly pattern made out of like yeah. commas and stuff and then <laughs> what
0: were your msn antics <sighs> i was a big one for like if my crush was online yeah. i would like log off and then log back on again so that they would see my name pop up oh. and maybe chat to me
1: Oh, <laughs> i was a i remember i had this um this girl at school we were both like i guess crushing on each other for a little time and i I got her to. Ch- <laughs> I got her to change her, <laughs> my MSN name, so that the first letter of each of the words she used spelled out like "I like Matt."
0: Ah, cryptic. Yeah. <laughs> do you remember what your MSN font was? I can't remember. Wow. I really?
1: can't remember. I can't remember. Mine was, they
0: had the colors. There was like nine set colors that you could have. Mine was teal Verdana. No, I was teal Tahoma.
1: How do you know this? I don't know. I. I I think I remember, or your name on MSN would be made up of parts. So like, I I remember I had maybe like, call me mad or something like that. And mm-hmm. then and a quote, some sort of lame, like, cringy, like, you, you hated me when I was <laughs> angry. Now I'm beautiful and you love me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then MySpace became a thing.
1: Now, I never partook.
0: Neither did I. My internet wasn't fast enough. Mm.
1: My brother got into it. I, I didn't. Mm, and I was, I was stuck on the Bebo, I suppose. <laughs>
0: uh, around 2006, this is when I remember YouTube, the very first emergence of YouTube videos. Mm. 2007 is when I remember creating a Facebook account.
1: So, so what? YouTube came up a year before Facebook.
0: I remember being in the computer lab at school and talking about YouTube. Like it was a new thing. Oh, blah, 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 YouTube. And a girl was like, what's YouTube? So I remember that, and then I remember end of 2007 uh, was Facebook because I was at my graduation. I was saying, add me on Facebook, like it was a new thing, and I was trying to spread the word. You
1: were, yeah, you were on top of the latest trends.
0: Yeah, because well, it was the first social media that my internet could actually handle because yeah. it couldn't do my space, so I was trying to like convert everyone.
1: I honestly can't remember when I got into Facebook, but mm. I feel like it was years after 2007. Years
0: after. okay, got it. I, yeah, I was definitely an early <laughs> adopter.
1: Did you ever do, like, any online MMO games?
0: I didn't do games. Oh, except for Neopets and Minesweeper.
1: No. <laughs> Neopets, yes. Minesweeper, no. Things like Ragnarok or World of Warcraft. Not that I played World of Warcraft, but...
0: As YouTube started evolving, viral videos started coming out. Mm. Real viral videos. Do you remember the one? My favorite one is when... um. This guy's having a massive like exorcism freak out on his bed because his mum cancelled his World of Warcraft. Is this is the one where
1: he tries to shove something up the Yeah his ass?
0: yeah, the remote control. <laughs> do you remember this?
1: I do remember it this now. This
0: was like the first for me, the first real, real viral video. And it wasn't scripted. Like all the viral stuff now is scripted and like it's got an ad in it. This was real. Someone just captured their brother doing this <laughs> crazy unhinged thing on his bed. And it has like three hundred million views.
1: There was a lot of them that have still they've still stuck around. I can't think of any.
0: I can. Okay, <laughs> so many. <laughs> hide your kids, hide your wife. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was ain't nobody got time for that.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, um, I was thinking about the um, catch me outside. How about that? But that oh, was that yeah. was a lot later. Yeah, that was
0: a lot later. <laughs> Then, like, people started, like, making song adaptations of these viral videos, and it just kind of created this ecosystem that could be and has been exploited by content creators Mm. and influences
1: uh, that's a topic for another i could i could talk about influences but do you remember amv's anime music videos basically like all over youtube where people would just take clips from an anime and add it to like all these real edgy songs
0: right i think mean, we were like definitely on different corners of the internet
1: of course we were <laughs> <laughs>
0: I loved um, their original memes. They had like set images, and then you just changed the words. Like there was, it was this dinosaur that would cover really.
1: Velociraptor.
0: Velociraptor. Yeah.
1: I remember all the the baby.
0: Yeah, successful. The fist kid. Bump baby. Yeah.
1: Yeah, whatever happened to them?
0: This this is my golden era of the internet. I would say between like 2006 to 2013 is like real internet, real individuals contributing where it wasn't fake. It was original content.
1: I agree. Mm. As much as I hate internet, influences and tiktok culture and all that sort of stuff Mm. i do think we're probably living in the best age of the internet interesting i think the internet has become something that's just it just spans everything and it's just there's so much knowledge and there's online classes you can take and there's videos that teach you how to do everything and there's youtube channels that educate you and there's just so much knowledge out there so Mm. much to do and see it's just an endless expanse of creativity and knowledge and i like that Plus, I like the fact that I don't have to wait seven hours for a nude photo of a woman to load on my screen.
0: <laughs> or 49 years for one song. <laughs> I, um, I remember, sorry, this is going back a little bit. I wanted to stream a TV show for the first time. And it was like before streaming was a real thing where you had to pirate it. And the internet bill came back. And my dad was so angry, it was like seven or eight hundred dollars. Oh,
1: can you remember those days? Like now we have unlimited internet for everything. Yeah. But back then, yeah, there were even stuff like phone bills. Yeah. Right? My sister banked up like hundreds or thousands of dollars <laughs> on a phone bill. Like yeah.
0: Like, yeah. if you accidentally press the internet button on your phone, then you have to, like, close <laughs> it really quick because you know you'd be charged an arm and a leg.
1: Like... Do you remember when text messages were 25 cents each? Yeah,
0: you had to pay for each individual text
1: message. The, not only that, you had to punch in every word.
0: Mm, and
1: mm. if every, if you went over the 250 characters, you had to pay another 25 cents for a text message.
0: Yeah, that's why that's why we <laughs> created this shortening of words, like mm. the letter U for the word U, because you wanted to fit it all into one message. hand. Crazy. Crazy. I agree with you. The internet now has everything that you need, but I do not like the fact that everything has corporate greed kind of lurking underneath.
1: I agree. I, I see what you're saying about the early days of the internet being like a true creative like playground. Yeah. Where people were just creating and, and doing things for their own reasons instead of to you know personal money. yeah, instead mm-hmm. of money making. I, I get why that's appealing. I think there's still some of that going on. It's just, it's overshadowed by a lot of the the money-making schemes and the Logan Pauls and all that of the world, which is a shame.
0: I would pay money to go back to old internet though. Like as an experience, like, ooh, chat on MSN with your friends for nostalgia's sake.
1: Well, you can probably remake MSN. It would probably go nuts. (laughs) We'd all just have an MSN app on our phones now. Do you reckon MSN's still alive?
0: No, it turned into Skype. Did it? Yeah. That shit. Yeah, do you reckon
1: Skype is still around?
0: Uh, they're just—they're uh, discontinuing it now this year. Oh really? Yeah.
1: Zoom killed them off.
0: Uh, Microsoft Teams.
1: What a sad world we live in. <laughs> <laughs> what a perfect analogy for the end of end of this segment. MSN becomes Skype, becomes Microsoft Teams. Yeah. I look back on it with nostalgia, but I don't think I'd be as keen to go back and visit it.
0: You don't want to wait for your dial-up turn to finish?
1: I'm pretty happy (laughs) with my instantly fast internet and the connectivity to everyone and everything at the touch of a button. Sozy, I thought I would talk about something that's come up recently for a friend of mine. She's gone through some troubles at home with her roommates. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of like the overall conversation between living with roommates, living with strangers, living with friends versus living alone. Mm-hmm. There's all different configurations of house life. Um, and I just wanted to, you know, chat about it because between us, we've experienced a few. Mm. Well, I you, haven't. <laughs> yeah, but between us. Yeah, yeah. Between so you've us. lived, you moved out straight in with your fiance at the time. I originally moved out with a bunch of my friends.
0: Oh, I remember that. Yeah.
1: Mm. yep 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 um and it was um basically it it all imploded quite quickly Mm. so within a year everyone had gone our separate ways there was four of us and not a one of us talks to any of the others anymore it was just a bad situation
0: how much vetting did you do though i think you really have to know someone if you want to live with them if they are friends or live with a stranger it's make or break it's like traveling with someone it was
1: like i'd known them for probably like Four or five years. Okay. So I thought, you know, I thought, yeah. But it was just the configuration wasn't right. And a bunch of issues beneath the surface came rising up. And before you know it, I had to leave because it was just a... Toxic. Yeah, really toxic. I'd recently got a new girlfriend and I remember just coming home and just going straight to my room and kind of hiding there and just leaving when I needed to leave. It's so important to be comfortable at home. Yeah. It's so important. With with everything else going on, you have to be able to come home to somewhere where you can relax. Mm-hmm. And it just wasn't, wasn't nice. I was looking for excuses not to go home. So I moved out by myself. I found my own place where I'm currently now. And generally I'm pretty happy. Sometimes it can be lonely, but for the most part, 80, 90% of the time, I'm pretty happy. I'm pretty happy doing what I want, when I want, eating what I want, sleeping where I want. You know, if I want to crush on the couch, I'll do that. And that is, I think the definition of comfort. Now there's other circumstances. So living with strangers is something that I've never really done. That's an option if you don't want to work with friends and if you want to move into an expensive neighborhood where you share a common room, um, like a kitchen or something, and you have a, a room to yourself. I personally think that would be awkward.
0: Yeah, I don't like the toilet situation in that Just in that sharing scenario. a toilet. Yeah. What if I need to get up for work and have a shower
1: and, uh, and the, yeah. someone's in
0: there? I can't deal with like...
1: What if you're really busing for a toilet and, yeah. and someone's in there shaving their face?
0: Yeah. For me, I somewhat regret that i didn't get to live with other people because i imagine it to be like friends where you all like come home from work and rant about stuff and then go out for dinner and have a great time and you're all besties but in reality i know that it's not that
1: i think people want it to be like friends yeah and they make it an effort to try and make it that way yeah but it, it just doesn't work just being cooped up together it just grinds people yeah you know and for a while, we you know, we bought a pool table and we'd, we'd all play pool together and we'd all cook together. Yeah, it, it's literally just, I guess we all wanted our own space more than we wanted to be a community.
0: I feel like I like the idea of living with a bunch of people and having fun. But in reality, I think I would be the annoying one. I'm pretty messy. I-, I leave things to soak. Like, I'm the annoying one. I'm Do the one that they'd be soak. complaining about. So, it's probably best.
1: So, that's the... I mean, that's the majority of the issues, right? The cleanliness Mm. and cleaning and chores. Mm. I think with some proper organization, you can make it work. As long as everyone pulls their weight, that's the main issue. But over time, so many little things, like my friend, the main issue with her is that the housemate has the her boyfriend sleeping over, who isn't mm. paying rent, mm. and he's basically there all the time. And this is something that over several months has just grinded and grinded and grinded and grinded until it's got a, a real severe breaking point.
0: Mm. Was she friends with these people?
1: Yeah, best friends.
0: Yeah, so that's you can't do it. Don't do it. Move in with strangers because if you have a falling out, you haven't lost anything.
1: Do you think you and I could live together? No. <laughs> <laughs> No. No, I don't think so either. (laughs) (laughs) Like we get
0: along, but I think we want different
1: things. I I think if you have a friend that's on the same page as you, maybe, yeah, it's a hell of a trial and error to find. How about moving in with a partner? Moving in with friends causes tension. Yeah. Moving, you know, living with family causes tension. Yeah. Is moving in with a partner immune to that?
0: I think, yeah, if you can't live with them.
1: Then what's the point? Yeah. Of being together? I agree.
0: I get like, you know how there are some couples who have different bedrooms in the same house?
1: Yeah. No, I, I get that. I get that. Yeah. I get that. I understand that.
0: So what are you saying? Out of all these options, are you trying to say like there is a best option?
1: The best option is living by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't know. It, I, Out of all the options I've experienced so far, mm. I love living alone mostly. But everyone gets, you know, sad. Everyone gets down. Yeah. And when I'm in a slump, it's kind of hard sometimes because you're always, there's no one there to look after you. Mm. And it sounds it sounds really needy, but I mean in the sense that there's no one there to, to make sure you're eating okay, to make sure you're taking your medicine, to make sure you're sleeping okay, to make sure you're showering, you're staying hygienic. You have to do all that yourself, which can be tiring, especially if you're not feeling the best mentally. Sometimes it's nice just to have someone there to be like, you know, how are you feeling today? What are you up to? Mm. Let's go do this. But... I mean, look, living with people also ended up with me not in a good headspace regardless. So, mm.
0: I don't
1: know. I think I wouldn't move in with people again unless it was a partner.
0: Yeah. If I wasn't in this situation, I would live by myself.
1: Of course you would. I know you. I, <laughs> 100%. I know you would.
0: I can't deal with people I like, think in my, all up in my grill.
1: I would love to hear the stories <laughs> of you living <laughs> with people. And but, then
0: she sneezed and it was so annoying.
1: Twice. Yeah. She Twice. <laughs> I, She used all the tissues.
0: Yeah. Like if I was to live with someone, we would need to have our own bathrooms, our own stuff. I would probably have like my side of the pantry. Mm.
1: That's what we do. We had, a shell, we had a, like a shelf each.
0: Yeah. I, I don't even know if I could do it because like if I want to sit on the couch and watch TV. Exactly. And then, what if
1: they want to sit on the yeah, couch and watch TV? Yeah. Exactly. I
0: don't, know. I, I don't think I'm built for it. 100% living by yourself is the best option. Agreed. Of the of the of, variations. Of the allotments. Yeah. So move out by yourself. Yeah, that's Melvin's our whole voice. Sorry.
1: You hit it here from Man and Z. Move out, find your own place. Let's be independent, people.
0: Today's Acceptable or Not.
1: Drum roll. <laughs> comes
0: from Winston in Melvin.
1: Winston move away. Aye. Nice to meet you, Winston with <laughs> an I. Thank um, you for writing in.
0: Thank you. And he said, I think something that we've all experienced, so it's very relatable. Seeing an acquaintance you kind of know, but never really talked to in passing on the street and pretending you didn't see them or know them. <laughs> 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 acceptable or not?
1: Okay. This is something I've done. <laughs>
0: Yo, yeah. I think we've all done it. 100%.
1: <laughs> um, I think, I think acceptable. Mm-hmm. It's hard because I'm a big believer in if people want to give you time, then you should be grateful and reciprocate. Take just yesterday, I was in, I was shopping in a Woolworths. Um, and two people I used to work with approached me. I haven't, I haven't seen them in probably a year. Mm. Um, and they, they came up and like tapped on my own on the shoulder and we had a, you know, a brief conversation. It was, it was a nice conversation. It wasn't that forced, but it kind of like trailed off to nothing. And then we went our separate ways. Like the fact that they could have ignored me. I didn't know they were there, but they decided I was worth talking to, which is nice. It made me feel nice. It depends on the person. I But you used to
0: work with them, right? And you had a relationship with them?
1: We got along, but we weren't, they weren't the closest friends for my work. Yeah. I think this f- applies to it definitely applies to old school friends or old school
0: acquaintances.
1: Yeah. Mm. People that you recognize and you haven't seen in like 10 years mm. and you kind of like, you know, is it worth having the whole, you know, what have you been up to? It's been 10 years. Yeah. What do you want like, me to answer you that talk question?
0: about? Yeah. Hey, nice to see you. Do
1: you think uh. it's do you think it's do you think it's rude not to acknowledge someone?
0: look, I'm the same as you. If someone comes up to me and they recognize me after a long time, I'm really happy to have that conversation and really, Really you know, happy
1: that they've recognized me and yeah, thought. To say hello. That works both ways though. Like the, if I ignore somebody, yeah. I've decided that they are not worth conversing with.
0: Yeah. The, so maybe the, if you both ignore each other, then, <laughs> I mean, you've both done it are,
1: there are also circumstances where we've kind of locked eyes we've noticed we recognize each other and it's just like a you know a little bit of a oh, nod
0: a nod.
1: little bit of nod like you know how you doing it's been a while but hope you're doing all right mm. we don't have to stop traffic we just mm. recognition nod
0: is there a polite way to pretend you didn't see someone sometimes uh, i do the whole texting on the phone pretend
1: you're, pretend you're talking to someone on the phone yeah yeah <laughs> It depends if they, if they realize you've ignored them, if you look and look away and just like (laughs) pretend to ignore them, then then yeah, that's, that's ruder than, look, we've all done it. We have. But whether or not it's right is the, the discussion here. Mm.
0: But my question is, okay, we have a bunch of acquaintances on our social medias, right? Like when Facebook first came out, I was like Pokemon trying to catch them all type thing. And now I just have a whole Facebook of people that I used to know. Yeah. If you don't say hello to that person on the street, is the right thing to do to remove them from social media? Because otherwise, why are you even connected?
1: I have a tip about social media and unwanted friends. Yes. So every day I go for people's birthdays, Yep. whose birthday it is, and if I don't don't know who they are, I delete them.
0: Right, on their birthday. (laughs) birthday. (laughs) Brutal.
1: Because then in a year's time... You've gone through your whole your whole list. Yeah, that's
0: interesting. It, it's nice.
1: It's nice and easy. But I, I think I have a rule to yeah. help us like clarify this. Okay. I think if you look at the person and you're, and you're like, I think that's so-and-so, that's an acceptable scenario to ignore them. Okay. If you look at the person and go, oh, there's, there's so-and-so, that in that circumstance, you should make an effort to say hello.
0: Okay. So it's the feeling that you get from seeing them unexpectedly. Yes. I agree with that. But I would go say hello to someone if I got that feeling. I think this is referring to an acquaintance where it's like the feeling is, I had some association with this person once upon a time.
1: I think you give them like a few like glances. And if they don't reciprocate, then you go your separate ways and never talk about it again. And delete them from Delete them straight away. (laughs) Straight away. If, If you look at them and you're like, where do I even know you from? Mm. It's kind of best you just ignore them in that scenario. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm on the coast, right? I'm I'm at um my girlfriend's place and I go to a random servo there. And who should be behind the counter at the servo but one of my old colleagues from the zoo I used to work at? Mm-hmm. But at the time she recognized me and she's like, Oh hey, you know, imagine Bobby and you here. And I recognized her, but I didn't know where from. Mm-hmm. So I've gone I've gone to Courtney and I'm like I used to work with her at Bunnings. It wasn't Bunnings. And it wasn't until I'm like asking these probing questions that she like talked about the zoo. And I'm like, oh, okay. So (laughs) in that scenario, she was the cashier. So I had no choice. But if she was walking by me on the street, then I probably wouldn't have gone out of my way to say hello in that situation. Mm
0: -hmm. I have so many of those where it's like, I bumped into a girl that I went to school with and we're talking literally from the city to the West. Didn't know her name. The whole time like, What's the name? What's the name? <laughs> and then um there was another one where a guy came up to me he's like "Sarah, hi hi I'm <laughs> and i'm looking at him and i'm like hi i literally i did not know who he was uh-huh. and he looked so different because we were friends in like primary school
1: the worst thing is yeah. when you're in that scenario but you're with somebody and you have to introduce oh. them <laughs> and you don't know the person's name a few times i've had to pull like a few people decide I'm like, "Look, I would have introduced you, but I don't remember this person." Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's good if you see them coming, and then you don't know their name, and you can be like, "Oh, hey, can you introduce yourself to them so that they tell Give you them a their name?" First. Yeah. So acceptable or not? <sighs> oh, it's 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 acceptable. Everyone does it, but
1: it's acceptable. But you don't you, you don't necessarily feel good about it.
0: No, no. It's a shameful acceptable. It's a, sh- <laughs>
1: it's a shameful. It's acceptable just because, look, you're avoiding a potentially awkward conversation. And I feel like people you haven't met or you haven't talked to in that long, the conversation becomes uncomfortable because it's always kind of like a... It can become like a dick measuring contest Mm-mm. in oh, a way. what have you
0: done? Oh, yeah. I did oh, I've,
1: Yeah, it's been 10 years. What have you done? Well, I'm yeah. still working at this place. Oh, really? Well, I've, uh, I've uh, introduced <laughs> I landed on Mars, you yeah. know? <laughs> <laughs> and, it's, and that's yeah, it's not necessary. So to save my own face as well.
0: Acceptable.
1: Acceptable. Well, that's it for yet another episode. Yeah. Um, thank you for joining us once again, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.